Okay, Boker Tov. So we are loving Hashem. We're getting ourselves to be Ahavas Hakadosh Baruch Hu. So we call it um, well, we, we ended. I ended last week. We we're talking about uh, uh, you know, uh, well, Hashem to realize like you know this whole Gaza thing had that the Hashkocha that. Uh, Trump was president, and not and not uh, mm-hmm. and not uh, Barack Obama or Hillary Clinton with this whole thing, because it, it would have been a disaster. Let alone the embassy moving or Iran, any of these issues like how Hashem runs well. So I mentioned Joan Peters. So all of a sudden, Howard sends me it was her birthday last Sunday. <laughs> so, but she, I, she happens to be the day I mentioned her in her book from Time Immemorial. Who's also re-elect the sheriff? What? Who's also I saw a sign for re-electing the sheriff. Uh, for Lori Smith. <laughs> yeah. We should re-elect her. Did you see the website she has? No. Go to her website. Why? All Abba Khan is inside the website. All pictures from oh. the event that she was here. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Am I in there? You're in there. Doctor's in there. Oh, yeah. Sam she got to get her You got to take a look at the website. Oh, I got to check it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She would. Be like the LoriSmith.com. Yeah, I got to check Abba it out. Abba Khan's there. Uh, I got All the keyboard and everything. All right. <laughs> I will check it out. She wants the Jewish for reminding us that we should. Have no, well, she should. We, no, we. Uh, I, 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 I'm not ashamed. Also, whatever. No, 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 no. She's been to Israel, so I can't formally endorse um, on, on, in, in this building. But uh, she was very helpful to us, yes. <laughs> to say the least. Uh, but she is happy. Joan Peters is is, is biologically is, is is luckily Jewish. I thought she was not. It turns out she is. It was her. She's now in Shemayim, but it was her birthday yesterday. Like last Sunday, as we spoke about her, Joan Peter. Don't worry, you don't have to write her a card, laser. Joan oh, Peters. Oh, I ordered. I got Joan the book. Peters. I'm getting the book. Oh, so, from Time Memorial. So I'll, uh, I can lend it out. Uh huh. Okay. We call So we're talking God's kindnesses. So I just mentioning again. I mentioned that because the people who get into power, like all, we don't realize, like these type of things. You know. Yeah. I just afterwards, I think to myself, like the biggest example. If you want to talk about Israel. The biggest example of like refuah lefnei hamaka is how Truman voted for the, allowed the country to happen. Because it was why did Truman say yes? Well, no, not because God. Well, Weitzman told, called him Cyrus, and he was he was one of the books he read as a little kid was a book about Cyrus. But what was the the most profound reason? Because he had a partner in a, in a failed business, a guy named Eddie Jacobson. Yeah. Right. You heard of Eddie Jacobson. Right, his Jewish partner. Yeah. When he was a, when he was a young man, right before he was a senator, before he was a, a thing, he had, who became really good friends with him. And Eddie Jacobson was the one who a got him to get Weitzman, and b, you know, pushed him on the vote. Even though the State Department, as as his general, was not a fan of this to say the least, and he overrode many people. But how does you see? That's all Hashem. Uh-huh. Right? You're saying we could try a million days. So we, just to, we should remind ourselves is everything we have in this world is new coffee. It's Hashem Okay, we call it But the truth is, these are all physical, uh, material gifts. What's the greatest gift that Kadosh Baruch Hu does? Hanefesh. Um, we said this morning, Can you imagine you could have been born somewhere in Tanzania, somewhere in Indonesia, somewhere, you know, even to be born in some Irish family or Italian family, you know, somewhere you could be born in Idaho. So 
somewhere in some kind of corn farm. You may have even lived a, a good material life. Maybe a this decent person, but you would have been a finite, sophisticated. You wouldn't have ilam haba. You wouldn't have Torah. You wouldn't have existential connection to Hashem. Eternal life, not the Hashem puts into us Hashem sanctifies us. You have a mitzvah. You make a bracha in the morning. Right? We're sanctified with mitzvahs. Hashem chose us to, to serve Him. And to, and to bless in His name. Asher be'emtsoyes dvarim elu for all of these things nizke v'nichya v'nirash tayvar rachel haba person merits and inherits oylem haba you know I was in a cemetery it was only on on Friday you know in a cemetery like you look at the graves and you think to yourself these, they're going to be here forever tell me tell chiyas amesim it's a nice place ah huh? it's a really nice place yeah <laughs> there's, there's worms in the ground wherever you are by the way and the ground is cold wherever you are it happens to be a nature cemetery but it's still back under the ground is under the ground you know actually there were kohanim there they were in the middle of the road like Yehuda and Eliyahu be going this this morning to the cemetery for their father mm-hmm. Shalom. but you know in the cemetery what you know what yeah, after all is said and done, you now Shlomo Malach says in Kohelis, you know, everyone dies, you know, and, and you don't take your cars, and you don't take your shirts. It doesn't make a difference if you had a, uh, a, a, a P Phone 22 or, or a Samsung Universe 016. It doesn't make, it, it doesn't make one difference. It's not going with you. It doesn't make a difference. What's, it's not there. Hey, if you, if you, well, your wife, she looked this way. It makes difference to your wife, but how she looked, it's not going to make any difference eternally. Right? It's like it puts everything in perspective. It doesn't make a difference. So imagine this: you, even if you had a good world, you, put, you, 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 you didn't grow up in Tanzania or in Malaysia or imagine living in Bangladesh, in Bangladesh, a third world country, you know, overpopulated. You know, it's terrible. You, know, you grew up in a nice house somewhere in Los Gatos. Your neighbor is Larry Cosden. You're a nice, and Larry is very friendly too. And you have a nice house in Los Gatos, and you work in in, in uh, I don't know if, in in, uh, in Intel, and you make two hundred fifty thousand dollars. And your name is Han Zio, and you're Chinese, and you, right? You have a nice car, and Han is married to what's the Chinese name for a lady? May. May. Right? And you have four dogs, half a child. Uh, right? And you have a nice car, and you like your job, and you like to work 14 hours a day because you love your job, and you're worried that you may get fired, so you work 14 hours a day. So Han's happy in life. It's not a miserable life. He likes being a slave to his work. And Han dies after 82 years. He gets cremated. Kedarko, Shalahem. And then what? You know, I didn't live a miserable. I mean, he didn't live a Yiddish life, but he didn't have Shabbos. And kind of, but, but he's not a miserable person. Right? Are you living in Willow Glen, and your name is uh, Mark Sicilidi, uh, and you're Italian? You, you mow your lawn, you're, you take care of your bushes, you look good, right? And you're married to Annie, and Annie likes to jog. And you have a sports car, and your, your neighbor is Dr. Hartman. You can stop by once in a while, and your kid gets sick. You have, a, you have a kid in, what's it called, in, what's the B, Belmont, whatever, 
you know, and yeah, life is good, right? You're, you you follow the sharks. Life is good. You have a, once in a while you're the breach of Santa Cruz. Yeah, it's good life. And then you die, right? And then you have a wake, and, and everyone sticks, looks at you, and they're all cosmeticed up, and then they put you under the ground. And what do you have at the end of them? Seriously, mm-hmm. what do you have? We, we're, we say to Yom Kippur, it's a, a fleeting moment. So let's say God even gave you the best world, right? You have an amazing job. You're, you're worth hundreds of millions of dollars. You have, your kids are actually somewhat normal. You're not on, they're not on opioids or drugs, right? You have a little plane, not a big plane, right? You're living in a good life. And then what? Right? You, you die, your kids fight over your estate. I mean, I'm seriously, what, what, do you, what do you have? The biggest gift. If somebody gave, if somebody, honestly, if somebody came to us and gave us $10 million, be very happy. I'd be very happy. I wouldn't mind it. So you know, that person sent them my way. Right? $10 million. Amazing gift. Like God said, you know what? Today you won the lottery. We can build a new shul. Uh, put the shul for Shitzach. Then I won the lottery. You be, we be jumping up and down. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? $10 million. Imagine you won Powerball. Right? $400 million. You, put, you said to him before, you went to the mikvah, you said to him, right? You put your talis, Hashem, I can do so much with the $400 million. And bam, you win the $400 million. Amazing. Amazing. You're 56 years old, you won $400 million. Life is good. Right? For, for, next, who knows how many years? $400 million. You don't realize it, by the way. Actually, once, I once heard Rabbi Victor Miller say, someone asked Rabbi Victor Miller, he said, well, what's the first thing you would do if you won the, won the lottery? He said, I'd leave town for three weeks before the Mishlochem all get to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, sucker. I'd have to figure out a plan. Now, you have that, jokes aside, like, you know, obviously there's, there's, there's frustrations that come. People start calling you up. Hey, you, know, you know, you have new friends, new relatives. Hey, you know, people start saying hello to you at Shul. You know, four hundred million dollars. All of a sudden, you got very popular. But, but let's say it's all good. It's all good. And then what? You're fifty-six. I mean, what? And then what? It's for sure a kindness. It's you know, of course, money could be a call, but but you could you could look something bad to it. I would be very happy with four hundred million dollars. I would assume I'd hopefully use it very you know in, in good ways. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but if I had to talk about what a gift to love God is. You want to talk about real gifts and real what to really appreciate what what's really a gift from God? It's olam haba, it's nitzchias, it's eternal life, and the and the, and the, and the hechitimses, the mediums, the mitzvahs, the Torah, which allow us to get eternal life. Right? It's not it's not any four hundred million dollars or nice cars that can utilize these things for good things, but the ultimate gift is olam haba and how to merit it. These things bring us about all of these things brings that will live eternally. I always think when I come into Yom Kippur and we say I think of the, uh, the, the many Rishonim that, that, that you're judged in Yom Kippur for life. It's the real judgment is, is eternal life. Will you be a, a spiritual person? Will you be a person of eternal mitzvahs? Because you know what? If I, God, you know, my wife's grandma always says this. I always think of this. She always says, before I call her for Yom Kippur, she says, you should have Yiddish Nachas. Yiddish Nachas. Because Nachas on Yiddishkeit is Nishkanat Nachas. Right? If your kid is a, is a big time lawyer or doctor or tech person, makes several million dollars a year, drives a nice car, is a, is, lives like a guy, that's not Nachas. Right? That's not Nachas. 
so easy. Because you know what? Because basically, in Olam Haba, he's going to be living under the bridge. Homeless. Homeless. He's not going to have a chelik in Olam Haba. Homeless. Fried. Nothing in Olam Haba. For eternity. Not for, not for a few years living under the bridge. You know, uh, you learn to live under those bridges. You go insane. You know, one of the reasons people, some of the people, if they're not mentally ill, most people get there are because they are mentally. There's no question about that. But you know what happens if you're not mentally? When you start living that way, it makes you mentally. You know what Gehenim is? H-I-E-L-L? You know what I mean? You know, a person thinks to themselves, this is Nachas? This kid marries a Jew? He married a Jew! This Jew, she, she, she wakes up at 11.30 on Sabbath, and then she goes swimming. And she, and she, when she eats her 50 calories a, a, a day, she, you know, it's squid, those 50 calories. I'm saying, what, that's nachas? No shaykhas to kedusha, No shaykhas to holiness? Be a, eternally, this kid will be a, a homeless kid? Homeless! That's what it means not to have a chilk on To live under the bridge for eternity. If you're lucky. Or to die young for eternity. And you have no chilk. You know, that, 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 we, we thank Hashem that we have an eternal home. And how you get there? Oh, now I know what Hamish means. You have a have a it's, 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 the biggest gift that you have, we have, is God giving us Torah mitzvahs to allow us to get Olam Abba. That is the greatest gift. That's the biggest matan in the world. Much bigger than any $400 million lottery. And I'm not saying a $400 million is a good thing to get. You can do amazing things with that. But at the end of the day, the biggest gift, the eternal gift is worth, is, is Olam Haba. Which is the greatest good. We just read that, when did we this? Yesterday. Fourth paragraph. That a moment of Koras Ruach in Olam Haba is Mikol Chaye Olam Hazeh is worth more than all of Olam Hazeh. V'zayachsho biyoso oivid amenas lekabal pras. That's what we find that to, to serve Hashem, to get reward. Aval kasher yagiyah lemadregos hayos kavodim hamasham shemesarav shelo amenas lekabal pras. If we do, if we serve Hashem not to get reward, right? Again, it's like the kid who wants allowance. God, Dad, I'll do it. You want to just give me my allowance? Right? Which kid is a better kid? The kid who does it because he loves his parent? You know, you know, son, go buy this, please. You know, sure, Dad, I'd love to do it. You do so much for me, I'm happy to do anything you want. Or the kid who says, Dad, I'll go buy all my, all my allowance. You know, all my, all my reward. You're going to pay me for this. Um... You get even more and more reward. You actually get more reward. You totally can't even imagine what Olam Haba is. Even the Nevi'im, the prophets couldn't prophesize that. Hashem picked this from all, all of the nations of the world. And all of the, we're way ahead of those malachim, the ifanim, which is the lowest level, the chayas, olam abriya, srafim, we're way ahead. Where do they have? We're in olam abagami, way ahead of them. Hashem gave us much Torah mitzvahs. When you get Torah mitzvahs, we say, Baruch Hashem, thank God. 
So every, every, everything of Torah mitzvahs is the biggest gift you can ever have. Right? Every Torah mitzvah is the greatest matan in the world. You know, we think, you know, every opportunity, you know, every mitzvah is... is can, we don't, see, our problem is we don't, we don't, we don't see the cha-ching. You know, but that cha-ching, you, you, you made a bracha, cha-ching, bam, olam haba for eternity, better. You learned dafa zvachim, but you know, amazing. A chesed, you help a person, amazing. The chayfetz, ba'avasim, yosu adon l'havol damav. Uh, would you really think about it? There is nothing as great, there is no gift as precious, nothing as valuable than Torah and Mitzvah, which allow us to have the eternal reward. Because as good as you're going to have Olam Hazah, as good, it doesn't go with you to the grave. And even people who have things, it's, they're never fully satisfied, never fully happy. There's always, with every blessing in this world, there comes issues, you know. Yeah, this is Olam Abba is perfect in every way and form and fashion. How lucky we are! How blessed we are! Ashreinu, We are so lucky. We are. The person has to appreciate. They love Hashem. moment of By the way, think about that. Today is your Sunday, your whole day to do things. You know, if you want to go ahead and watch Sunday football today, you're going to be missing out for many reasons. Uh, <laughs> right? You can be learning, you can be learning five shows, two weeks before shows. You know, if your person needs a break, you should go to, you could play baseball at one thirty. It's exercise, you know, it's healthy, it's a beautiful day today, it's fresh air, reinvigorate yourself, get schmack. And so that's okay. You know, I was taking a break. Take a, a two, you know, sit there in front of uh, in front of something, watching football on Sunday today. Get fat. You, you, you know, move. There's all kinds of stupid commercials on there. What are you gonna get out of it? You know, you know, you watch a people whose IQ is usually less than combined. You know, who knows what, right? Don't you know? Don't know the difference between the the Soviet anthem and the American anthem. What do you have to watch it for? I'm not saying I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm I enjoy it. I'm not saying. I'm, I, jokes aside, but like, but but when you're thinking about think, life, you know, what is it? What in the world? Do, what are you getting for what? Um, the greatest gift is Hashem made us. You know, I used to when I was younger. Not, this is serious. My parents had season tickets when I was, many many years ago. I don't think my parents. I, I, I don't think I've been to a game in decades. When I was younger, my parents had season tickets to a, a team. I don't, you probably never heard of this team. It's the, and this is actually serious, the Dolphins. You know, I used to go to this t- these games on Sunday. And I look back and say, Asher Bachar we call Ha'amim. They'd go to these pregame things, these people sitting out there barbecuing, these white guys, 250 pounds, 300 pounds, like big bellies, you know, their clans. And they're not bad people, by the way. Nothing, nothing, not, not. And they're sitting there, and they, you see they can barely make a living. And they put all their money to these football games. You know, I'm like, it's like, they, like their week salary goes into this. And they sit there and they barbecue. And they get to these games and they buy 50 beers. It's like, you can't imagine. And they, there's a bathroom bake. And they all go there like, like, there's all kinds of noise in those bathrooms. Oh, yeah! Like, I don't think myself, like, like, this is how these people, this is, they're like, and they're not bad people. Like, this is their essence. You know, and, you know, and let's say they enjoy the game. They enjoy the game. And, you know, of course, 
every game there's fist fights. But this is worse. in soccer it's much worse. They kill each other. Pasha, they 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 they, they, scream. they the, the, the amount their emotional investment in these games is like crazy. It's like literally like they're 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 chayim. They can't sleep at night before the game. They wake up early to buy tickets for the Super Bowl, and, and it's so intense and they're so emotional about stupidity. Thing has nothing existential, you know. It's it's like a, it's 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 like when I, you know when I was younger. There's something called I don't know if it's still around. Is it wrestling? They still have this stuff. Is it still around? Right. And, the, when you, and then, like I was a little kid, people talk about it, and they realize it's just, it's acting. It wasn't even real. People pay all kinds of money. They get into it. It was a whole bunch of show. And this is also a show. It's just people performing. I mean, and the people get upset. And they read the paper every morning. Have to know the statistics. And they get. And they they spend all their money. And it's like so. And they're happy. And they're happy. And they're not bad. They're not, I don't think they're miserable people for doing that. Gives them, like the Romans in the old days, they had circuses for, you know, in the old days, they didn't have football where people would get concussions and end up in your office and brain dead for the rest of their lives, you know. So in the old days, they put these people in front of lions and they gave them a sword. Or they gave two people swords and then they'd also go to pregames and have barbecues. And before they, then they'd go watch people kill each other. That's what happened. I'm saying, it's no. So it's a, now they just get concussions. Right, and they they smash each other's heads, and then people like, watch the gladiators with uh, football helmets on. And they're not maybe they enjoy life. This is that what they do on a Sunday? A gaiyish Sunday. And for other guys on a Sunday, they go to the beach, and they sit there and look at other people's wives, and they sit there and they sit in the sun and they have gaiva, which is what happens. Look at how beautiful I am. Look how physique I am. Or they sit there and they sit, read a book and read away their lives. And they nothing wrong, and they enjoy it. This is a, a, a guy who's eleven, but you know what? Then you die, and there's no more beach, and there's no more San Jose Sharks football team, and no more barbecues, right? And then what do you have? It's nothing. I'm seriously. I, I, I mean, it's nothing. It's not, it doesn't last. It's garnet. And it, besides the fact that it's the biggest illusion in the world, that people have been doing these things. Right. This world, though, you know, I can, we all know Olam Haba is, wow, what a gift. But do you know that right now, today, you have more than Olam Haba something because you could increase Olam Haba. You can't do it there. Once you're in the grave, it's done. Right now, today, you learn a little Torah mitzvah. Instead of, you know, you do something a little extra two weeks before Shavuos, you'll have Olam Haba forever. It's not, it's not a joke. If you spend five more minutes, You've changed all of your eternity. Do you know what that means? Five more minutes. You've changed all of your oilam abba. And this is the greatest gift. You imagine, and you know, imagine, you know, you're, you're given in a key to, um, where do they keep all the gold in the blanket right now? Fort, Fort Knox. Knox. Fort Knox. Fort Knox. So instead of, you, know, you take as much as you want. You know, you have all, all day Sunday. So you start checking your email, you turn it on your phone, you start scrolling down, and you're in there, and you have 20 minutes left, 10 minutes left, 5 minutes, you're sitting there scrolling down, you're reading, you're reading the news app, right? You're looking at somebody's stupid pictures and their vacation, their, their Sunday trip on Facebook. Oh, they're, wow, look, they're, 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 eating, they're eating pizza. Wow. <laughs> Let me put a smiley. So nice not, to see pizza. With you, know, you know, and meanwhile, the gold's going. That's what people do on Sunday. Hey, look at this. The gold's going. You could have been getting rich. You wasted it. You give them a daito. 
Hashem wants a Vakabalama Lifnishah so you could be as close to the king as possible. Right? It could be amazing. You could be close to Akash Baruch for eternity. You won't be in the grave. You won't be when a person who determines his dies. They're in a Shama. You know, you're, you're showing pictures of your grandfather yesterday. You think he's in a grave in Shiraz? He's up there with the, the Malachim learning Torah with Hashem. His body's not back here. Mashiach comes. He's having a good time. Don't worry. He's, he's up there learning Kabbalah with with with, with the Ben Ishchai. you know. He's up there learning. You know, he's in, he's enjoying Olamaba. He's not, you know. And you know that person who's watching football games. Now I'm talking about Mark Bernstein, who went to a Jewish day school, and the last time he learned to blot a Gemara is when he was in sixth grade, or seventh grade, or twelfth grade. So Mark, Mark's up there, and the rest of his life on Sunday, you know what he did. We wasted away with this and this, and he cleaned his garage twenty-five times, and he made fl- he made beautiful flowers like Michelle Obama. He made a little garden over there, pushed it a garden. What a beautiful garden! What's wrong with making a garden? Nothing wrong. Yeah, very nature, earthy, right? But they make a garden in Shemayim. So Mark Bernstein's up there. He's not with the Ben Ishchai. He's in the back row trying to like. Get something. He's not, that's not, I'm not saying he's burning. Saying, like he's nothing up there. Maybe he's not. He doesn't have a mansion. Could be like a shack somewhere. He's not homeless. Little shack. No, no central air. Outdoor plumbing. Right? Doesn't have indoor plumbing even. So he doesn't have a jacuzzi in Shalom His house is pretty, pretty shabby. You know why? After his bar mitzvah, he's still in high school. He still learned a little bit. Go to Shul, not during the weekday, Chas Hashem, to go to Shul during the weekday, but on Shabbos morning, came, comes casually late, Here's a, gets a few amains, a few brachas, so he gets a shack. He's not under the bridge, he's a shack. Forever. Um, the greatest gift, the greatest gift, a Yid who, a Jew who appreciates this, the greatest gift that we have is Torah and mitzvahs because it gives us Olam and the greatest time to do Torah and mitzvahs is now and we're, we're in our blood, flesh and blood we can accomplish amazing things we should thank Hashem for the opportunity and the best way to thank Hashem the best way to thank God for a gift is to use the gift